Flavor Odyssey is brought to you by Drew Estate, the rebirth of cigars, and Smokin' Cigars, voted number one in selection and customer service. A Flavor Odyssey. And now from Cigar Dojo Studio Lot B, your hosts, Robbie Raz and Randy Griggs. And the Odyssey continues. What's up, Dojo Nation? Welcome to another episode. Flavor Odyssey, I'm your host, Robbie Raz. Here's our co-host, Randy Griggs, coming to you live from Lot B. And still, Randy, very unfortunately, Lot B minus. Uh, one of these days, I'm going to clean up Lot B minus and make it uh, much more appealing to the eye. Uh, Randy, how are you today? I am doing fantastic. I'm super excited about the pairing. Probably as always. I say that a lot, don't I? I'm always excited about the pairing. Don't be so excited. No, you're usually just excited to be here. I am excited to be here. I'm I'm honored to be here. We have a a, a, a extra fill-in uh, guest host o- over in the uh, other studio there. We do. That's always fun. I, I like it when when, <laughs> when Jackie Drew Estate uh, visits us. Uh, that's that's always a, a good time. But yeah, no, I'm I'm uh, pumped about it. It's it's the holiday season. We're about to go into uh, go into a nice, warm, cuddly, you know, family time. I'm always digging Christmas. I got Christmas music playing twenty four seven at this point. And, you have a, uh, you're a, a Christmas favorite. I know you guys talked about this on Friday when I was supposed to be on the show, uh, but uh, I missed out on so all that rude. discussion. What is? Do yeah. you have? Do you have a favorite song? You know, I, I always I always go with uh, I always go with Dean Martin, and then right after the show last week, I was listening to a lot of Bing Crosby and realized it's really Bing Crosby's voice that just sounds like Christmas to me. Um, but then I I also ran across what was that I put on uh, Dojo Verse? I put something up from the drifters or something that was just so Christmassy is all of it. I, I, I like all of it. You it's, like it all. You celebrate the entire catalog. That's exactly correct. But now, but now you got me, uh, now you got now me. I got you. Now I got you thinking, well, yeah, while you're but, doing that, uh, I'm going to send it back to the boys in Colorado, see how they're doing. I know it's much colder back there than it is here. I've got my big, uh, this was my, this was going to be my, uh, addition to the ugly sweater. Hold on. It turns on. Somehow. Oh, my this makes it really good. Oh, here we go. Yeah, baby. Oh, <laughs> yeah. You yeah, are brutal. four days wow, too late. Look at that, that is yeah. impressive. I do yeah, like it. So, so had you actually shown up to the show that your face was on the marquee for, we'd have got to see it. Instead, Ooh. now we're just mad. Yeah, now it's going to no. be an entire hour of making you feel bad. <laughs> Let's do it. Right, the pairing is out the window. <laughs> I've had I've had a really good productive day. I got That's, a lot done at work. You felt good about Feeling yourself. Feeling really good about myself. Perfect. So let's just tear it all down, baby. <laughs> That's yeah. great. Let's, tear, let's well, burn you, it you down. You look good. I, I will say that. You you look. You know, it's it looks like the holidays have been well to both of you, to all of you. You look like you smell good. Yeah, you you do look like you smell good. Can I say that? Do I? Really? <laughs> can you, bro, I don't know if you can say that to another man. <laughs> I, I won't speak for you, Eric, but I'm I'm doing wonderfully. I, yes, uh, back here in Dojo Studios, it's a good time. We got Quinn in the studio. We got Matt in the studio. Uh, got fellows are hanging out. Um, Quinn kind of saved the day today. Nope, Quinn, you can't see anybody. Okay, Quinn saved the day with the cigars uh, because 
Could not get these anywhere, so I call the local shop. Don't got it. I call another shop. Don't got it. I call a very, very, very large retailer. Very large retailer. Oh, my. And I say, do you got Romacraft uh, Neanderthal? And the guy was like, what? And I was like, yeah, you got Romacraft. Roma you know, Are you speaking in code? Do you got Romacraft tobacco? He's like, oh, tobacco. Tobacco. We got tobacco. Oh, I was like, no, no, no. got no. the tabic. I was like, no, no, no. Romacraft. And he was like, oh, hold on. My cigar buyer is right next to me. And he was like, hey, uh, do we got Romacraft? And the guy was like, what? What are you saying? I can't understand that. And I was like, Romacraft. You guys never heard of it? And he was like, I've never heard of is it in Pig my Latin? life. Never heard of it in his life. So thankfully, uh, Quinn came through with... Uh, the Romacraft Neanderthal, which we are featuring on the show tonight. It's good to smoke the cigar that you're featuring on the show. Yes, that's that's the goal. I've always thought. Yeah, yeah. We we appreciate the support when you guys can pair along with us and give such know, a more uh, show, engaging conversation. Right. Yeah. We we do what we can. Right? I'll tell you what. I'm having the damnedest time opening this bottle. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I've been over here we'll twisting, trying to get keep, it to keep come che- off. We'll and... keep checking in on, on the bottle progress. Yeah, yeah please. Is that, your uh, po- is that your port? Or yeah. are you just happy to see me? I tried to open up my port with a wine opener. They don't have a cork. It's it's like a bourbon stopper. It's called uh, a, okay. a, a tea cork is what it's called, Jordan. Ah, Randy invented oh, it. There oh, you go. we're getting into that. We got. Oh, oh this one's glass, Randy. Is that normal? Whoa, that is oh, not. That's Ooh, a, that smells. That is not it's sanctioned. <laughs> that is actually <laughs> illegal. Yeah, ours was made out terrific. of whalebone, I think. That's, it was so weird. <laughs> and there is, uh, there actually is, you've done your research, Jack. There is a lot of whale uh, paraphernalia involved with what? the port industry. There really is. It's, it's actually really odd. Well, that's that that's you know me and research <laughs> hand in hand. It's my specialty. Jack is well known for his research. I should have had that video queued up. Maybe I'll find that video. No, 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 yeah, no, we, no. we got to establish. No, let's, no. let's let that. Uh, let's let that one. Are you go. sure? Let's let that go. Yeah, sure? that's all right. That's if that's if that's all right. With you. We had, we had established that you were feeling good today, so I was just thinking <laughs> we could just kind of just, <laughs> just uh, take that down um, the peg. So uh, let's let's dial it back, Randy. We've got a pairing. We're wrapping up uh, San Andreas. This is our final uh, San Andreas show. We're clearly taking this very very seriously. With, uh, the, I mean, how can you look at me and not think of serious? Like I'm just I'm focused, I'm dialed in. What's your We've shirt? We've got. What's that? What's your shirt? Oh, you want to see the shirt? Oh, classic, classic. Classic, and we almost got a crotch shot too. Darth Vader <laughs> with may, may, his, yeah, like, explain it. Explain oh. it to the uh, podcast listeners. It was uh... that's uh, Darth Vader with a the Santa hat on. It says, "I find your lack of cheer disturbing." Uh, that is uh, that's one of my go tos. Anyway, Randy San Andreas rapper. Indeed, you like it. I do. It's from Mexico. It's dark. It's Maduro. It's espresso. It's just like chocolate. Randy. Yeah, it's just like me. Uh, Not really. No, this, no this, this, this has been a lot of fun going through. Uh, as you say, this is the, the final San Andreas wrapper of the final segment or final chapter of season two. And um, uh, really excited about this cigar. This one, you know, obviously came out. Uh, just in 2019, this Vitola that we're smoking here t- tonight. So not only everybody are we smoking the Roma Craft Neanderthal, 
that apparently isn't carried anywhere in Colorado. No. Uh, it's, Not even it, a thing. Not yeah. A thing. It's, the, uh, it's the Lord Humongous. It is the uh-huh. uh, four and three quarter by 56 ring gauge box press. This is the newest of eight Vitolas that have ever been made in the Neanderthal line. Uh, six of them being uh, full-time uh, regular production, I'll, I'll say. Yeah, there. Yeah, when you gotta, and there's, there's even, didn't he do the perfecto for, uh, for the Weasel Fest that never happened? Like that's, that's another size. There's, there's just a lot going on with. Uh, Skip gets weird with the sizes. Let's just be honest. He goes all out, and you can uh, get a bunch of different sizes. I, I said during the. Um, this is the cut, the cut down the cut down Robbie episode. That's, uh... Yeah, let's do it. Let's just I'm I'm ready for it. I haven't even started drinking. Let's just get into it. Wait till you see the glass I'm drinking out of. It's it's tiny. It makes me feel like a giant. Um, this uh, this particular cigar took me a, an awful long time to smoke. I I didn't smoke a uh, Neanderthal until Randy earlier this year. Because frankly, I was afraid of it. I don't really do the uh, the high uh, octane cigars for the most part. Uh, and I think I just psyched myself out on this one. But uh, it, I think, might be my favorite. This particular size, indeed, might be my favorite uh, Roma Craft cigar that there is. This thing's well, freaking amazing. Well, to you, the point you just made, it's literally the only Vitola that you've smoked of the Neanderthal line, correct? It's, it is. But it, this is my favorite Roma Craft to oh, date, is I the see. point that I'm making. Yes, yes. Neanderthal... Uh, I like the intemperance quite a bit. It ha- has a uh, that Brazilian um, to- tobacco that gives that sweet and spicy note that I like so much. But yeah, this is my go-to Roma Craft stick for sure. Um, and you know, you said that uh, Roma Craft does crazy things with their with their sizes. You one of the things that I would say is the most um, pronounced visibly with this cigar with the Neanderthal line is it has that sharp flat head. Which is really unique and interesting. I don't. I, I've never seen that myself on another. Well, it comes with a razor blade in the box. No comment. That's how you open it. Or that's how you cut the cigar. Say what now? A razor blade. Razor blade. Comes with a razor blade in the box because the the cap is so flat, you can barely cut it with a cigar cutter. I don't know if you I don't know if you got that from the press release or what, Jordan, because I've purchased multiple boxes of these and I've never received a Sam's, razor blade. Thanks. Sam's God. razor blade. <laughs> That's what it comes. You probably didn't yeah, notice. You, maybe probably, maybe you, it's just the OG. You've release, probably never been to the joint, Randy, and you don't know where they they hide it inside that box. You can't just they don't just have it right on the top. You got it's a cigar shank. Secret walls and stuff. You got to knock. I might have made that up. I think you did. I'm almost certain. I'm that almost m- it might have been would, in a dream. I that had. they would take issue with shipping just thousands of razor blades across <laughs> the country. But I don't know. I don't know. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm just a guy. Now that we... Uh, hey, hey, Randy. Dissected. Randy, before yeah. we get too far in, should we let people start uh, entering so they can we enter throughout the show? Should, should oh, or, or am I stepping you, on your did, toes? No, not not at all. I, I was waiting for our host to do the opening, which we just bypassed altogether. So uh, while we're at it, everybody that's listening... We'd really appreciate it if you'd share the show on your Facebook feeds. If you're listening on a podcast, go ahead and uh, hit subscribe, rate us, give yes. us five stars. Uh, Not on this it. episode. Rate us on previous episodes. Yeah, don't judge rate this us one. All episodes. <laughs> what's uh, what's the, what's on tap tonight? What can you win? Well, the really good news is we have giveaways every week. 
during the month of December. Tonight is no exception. And so tonight we will be giving away the final Brew Estate Year of the Rat Pewter Ashtray. <laughs> <by none> <laughs> Our great friend Jack Heyer. Checks uh, in the mail. Jack, I, I need, I, I need you to get the the messaging back to Florida because we need to ship these bad boys out. I got, uh, I got three of them for you to send out. And yeah, uh, you just never Tanner send me. Cole won last week with uh, with hashtag nose feel, um, but we will be doing the ashtray and a uh, Tupperware. Cigar just a Tupperware humid. set. <laughs> you know, just a nice, just those? a nice Tupperware set. Sixty-four piece set. <laughs> Tupperdoor. What are the What are those Tupperdoor? That's it. Uh, we'll be giving away a Tupperdoor that holds about fifteen cigars. We will hand uh, select and curate that lineup of, of fifteen cigars out of the Flavor Odyssey humidor here at Lot B, and uh, and so that is what we have going out this week so please share the show like the show comment on the show we will pick a winner at the end and announce it on dojo verse then we'll reach out to you get your address and get you all set up for the new year with that fly new ashtray and big old tube of cigars randy you'd think that based on what you just said the viewership would have shot up but instead it almost went to zero drastically you could just say you could just say some cigars you like the tupperware seems to be the the lowest selling point like the guys are like well a pewter ashtray some cigars but the tupperware you can't just get that anywhere well, I mean, I I, I ship the, your winning cigars in proper, yeah, you know, no, humidification, well, we're just not just like you. in a little yeah, like well, paper Randy bag. <laughs> now, uh, by the way, so if you do if you do share this right now, all like your aunts and uncles that are excited for your, like your Christmas updates, boom, they'll get the uh, flavor odyssey instead on your Facebook timeline. It's genius. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, and my, they will uh, judge you. My aunt watched uh, the whole Smoke Night Live on Friday. She's like, that was just the most fun. I thought you guys were, ha it looked like you guys were having so much fun. <laughs> I just thought that was a good anecdote. You guys could just you guys, you guys take it from here. I got I, I, I to gotta go walk the dog. <laughs> Share so the we show. Are, we oh, are, my goodness. We do have a pairing for you tonight. We're not just smoking the Neanderthal uh, uh, Lord Humongous. We are going to be pairing that with... Port wine, mm, I have here in front of me the Fonseca, twenty year, aged tawny port. What are you uh, pairing with over there, Rob? In your itty bitty well, little glass. First off, I'm going with proper glassware. Yes. That's no so matter nice. how oh, no matter how humiliating it might be, I am drinking out of proper glassware. Um, I'm going with the exceptionally difficult to open, Sandman. Sandman. Enter Sandman. Also aged. Sandeman. It's S A. Well, it's it's S A N D E M A N. So I think it's Sandeman, but I'm not exactly sure. I, I did call it Sandman because the guy kind of looks. He does have Sandman. a Sandman vibe to him. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Now, now do I need to do the whole song? And this is a 20 year aged uh, Tawny Port. Now, well. Robbie, you could tell the audience that if you get port wine. Don't try to open it with a regular wine opener because it's... We've discovered... Mm. There's no cork in these bad boys. Um, we're also doing a Tawny, and this is the Barros hey now. Porto Tawny. Now, there's well, there's like three types of port wine, and this is the... That's right. The Tawny... Is there really? Randy? Version. PowerPoint. Randy. And now! I, PowerPoint. I, I, 
I feel like you may know a little bit about port. Uh, I've I've been drinking port for a while. My aunt, who uh, today is her 90th birthday. Oh, it's the aunt happy show. birthday. Happy, cheers. Let's do a cheers. Happy birthday. Let's do a cheers. Cheers to Auntie D. Happy cheers, birthday. Auntie D. That's impressive, 90. And for the podcast listeners, uh-huh. Robbie literally has a thimble. It's like it's like the size it's, of a it's like a monopoly piece. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, this is very you gotta go, you gotta go I, I gotta be honest, sport. I'm very jealous of that proper glass. It's I mean it's we're going, this is probably maybe a two and a half ounce. Yeah, I think we could do a new a new shirt flavor Odyssey shirt. Just Hashtag proper glassware. Mm, oh, nice. I, li- I, I like got it. some ideas floating yeah. around. Do you got? Hey, speaking yeah, of that, just off topic slightly, but <laughs> on topic, how 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 important in your mind do you um, rank like important glassware? Because there's even like in like obviously in beer, and this is your guys's this is your guys's world, the whole craft beer world. You know, there's so many different glasses for beer, and then there's specific glasses in wine, and there's kind of a little bit. For bourbon and scotch and that kind of stuff, is that a priority for you guys? To getting the the proper glassware, do you think it makes a difference? What's your thought on that, Rob? Would you like to go first? I will, because I, I know your answer is going to be much longer than mine. True, uh, because and yours <laughs> is going to be backed up, Randy, by science, <laughs> powerpoints, by uh, by literature that you have consumed on multiple occasions. Um, I. I'm just the guy with the blinking uh, brew doff hat, and I'm going to say that uh, I do. I, I, I do find myself reaching for the correct glassware. Um, there have been select experiences for me where I find where, where it's it's been kind of an eye-opening experience, really gone for mainly when I go and, and have done whiskey tastings at uh, distilleries. When you, you get to do the a, a quick tasting, you... I've done some where they were side by side with kind of like regular glass and then with the Glen Cairn style glasses. And you really do, it, it manages the way that you're, you get the smell, the way you, the alcohol hits your palate, uh, things of that nature. Again, Randy is going to talk uh, much more intelligently about this than I am. Uh, but I do find myself, whenever possible, uh, reaching for the collect, gla- correct glassware. Wow, that's difficult to say. Randy, tell us why. Yeah, no, I, I Correct glassware isn't uh, purely aesthetic. It, it is a, a portion of the recipe for a style, especially when it comes to beer. Um, the glassware is shaped to, in a way to enhance the specific attributes of different styles. So if you're dealing with a Weizen glass, it, it's not just the attributes of the beer, but also the experiential, like planned, like when you would drink something. So when you go to Munich for Oktoberfest, they, they, they pour it in a full liter moss where it's thick as can be because it's it's very customary to be clanging these things together, be cheersing each other with great gusto. And you need a pretty heavy-duty glass to, like, re- really be able to do that. The tulip-style glasses, very specifically, uh, allow for the, the tapering in the top actually funnels the, um, the aromatics into a more concentrated um, area so it intensifies the aroma and then when when the glass like the cigar dojo tulip for instance then flares out what that does it is it actually allows for the beer to slip underneath the foam without you having to stick your whole lip in the foam which breaks it down and makes it fall sooner uh, you know having a good standing head foam will protect the aroma of the beer longer will preserve some of those aromatics for you to enjoy all the way to the bottom 
And so it allows you to drink Belgian-style beers without breaking up the, the foam as quickly. Now, Randy, and, yeah. and, and this, this goes to, uh, particularly to Robbie as well, don't you think that in the case of port wine, it might have to do with the fact that like, it's, it's, it's giving you a hint as to the portion that you should really be drinking? Absolutely. Because this port wine is not like your typical wine. Like, this is a typical wine glass, and this is the typical you know, amount that I would pour. But a port wine is dramatically more, this is 19.5%. Alcohol and, is it? A, and a typical wine would be like four, <laughs> with fourteen percent or so. So in this case, maybe mm-hmm. your glass for port is not so much a. It's a, like a, a warning. A, a fla- yeah, <laughs> it's not so much like a, a, <laughs> yeah. a flavor changer, but as hey, this is the amount maybe that you should be drinking. It's more like a uh, a cordial or a liqueur of some. Yeah, sort. I poured way too much. <laughs> <laughs> That's not no, going to that- happen. That, that's entirely correct. Yeah, mine's 20%. I'm sure uh, Rob's is right in that Mine same neck of the woods. 20 as well, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, no, you're entirely right. Again, you know, the, the fest beer that you're drinking in Munich in that one liter, it's a lower ABV. It's meant to be, you know, uh, 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 drank in large volumes where uh, this is a more refined product. Uh, to, to your point, it is one of the world's most famous dessert wines. And so it's it's really designed for that. You, you know, it's it's after dinner. It's before you like start actually drinking for the night. It's it's supposed to be a small and decadent uh, enjoyment with your with your dessert. And so, uh, no, that's that's in, entirely accurate. Now, Rob, I, I Rand, with, Randy, I, Randy, I oh, sorry. a little bigger than Rob's, but not quite. Oh, as big. I do like that glass. <laughs> that is a cool glass. You've got the the fancy teku glass going yeah, there. Yeah, right? good call. Yeah, it's it, it's almost like I'm doing that for work and so, making one with a with a 360 degree graphic. What's the Spoilers. difference, boys, between wine and beer. port wine? <laughs> no. <laughs> between wine and port wine. And I'm not talking about the taste, because obviously port wine is thicker and sweeter. But what, what is, you know, what's the difference? How do they make port wine compared to wine? So it's so interesting that you would ask, Eric. <laughs> Tuck uh, in, boys. And here we go. Uh, so, <laughs> so port it. wine was actually developed in the late 1600s while England was uh, at war with France. France cut England off from their uh, prestigious and and highly demanded oh. wine exports. So the English set out to find other wine regions that they could lean on so that it wasn't such a devastating um, you know, embargo that uh, France had, had put on them. And, well, they found the Duomo Valley of Portugal, where they found these five noble grapes that were that were uh, grown there, and and they made great, excellent red wines. The English then wanted to start exporting that and controlling the wine export for this fairly unknown region. You know, they're they're trying to stomp out France, and they're saying, you know, we can go at it without you. The problem is, is they would send the casks of wine. For export, they'd, they'd suffer a significant um, spoilage. And so in, in order for them to be able to keep wine uh, to be more shelf-stable, if you will, during the exporting process, they would then fortify the wine with uh, a high-proof brandy. Uh, what that does is it, it, it makes the wine stronger, which makes it more uh, less susceptible to bacterial contaminations, and it also 
uh, has an effect on the fermentation. So, and so what they found was if you add the brandy earlier in the fermentation, when there's still sugars to be fermented, it actually kills all the yeast that's doing the fermentation and leaves a much sweeter product. Mm. Um, so to your point, Eric, about the viscosity and the sweetness of port, it is very significantly affected by this um, this art of figuring out exactly where it is in fermentation to leave some of those sugars behind. As time went on, they, they also found that you can allow the grapes to get to a higher sugar level by letting them dry out as the days grow warmer uh, just before the fall. The uh, a, a grape, uh, uh, you know, a grape that's filled with water. If, if, if you harvest right after a rain, for instance, the, the grape is full of water. It's very diluted because it draws up all the water from the ground. As it ages, it will eventually turn into a raisin. And so getting a high bricks uh, grape, you call it, um, you, you let it convert more. It, it dehydrates somewhat. So just before it turns into a raisin, is when it's at its highest sugar content. So if you harvest them, it's a late harvest grape that you then uh, ferment out and you pour the, the brandy in. Uh, so fort is actually the French word for strong. So fortified literally translates to um, to strengthen. Huh. And so it's, it's a stronger wine is what fortified wine uh, literally means. And so... Um, uh, again, it is the most popular dessert wine in the world, which is ironic because almost every other dessert wine in existence is a white wine, you know, a Riesling, uh, uh, you know, there's several others. Uh, but as you pointed out, there are a few different types of, of port, Eric. And uh, and so Ruby port is the simplest of all ports. That is a it's going to be a younger port. It, it has no more than two years of barrel aging. It is bright. Um, clear, it's clear, bright red in color. It has very young and jammy aromatics to it, where a tawny port is uh, aged anywhere from two to seven years. After seven years, it then becomes a reserve port, and then you get to aged tawny ports, and that would be a minimum of 10 years. Um, and, uh, and so you'll always see port uh, with that age statement. It's always in multiples of 10. So you see a 10, a 20, a 30, 40, um, and that's all uh, in age. And so obviously, as more and more time sat in the barrel, uh, you'll get more and more of that oakiness. Those ruby ports really have very little uh, oak character to them as they're done in huge oak barrels. And so the surface to, to volume ratio is quite low for only two years in the barrel. There's additionally vintage port, which is the rarest and most expensive of all ports. And only a very, very small percentage of port is vintage. When they identify a single year that... <laughs> that don't don't that, let them throw you off. Keep going. That, that had a great <laughs> harvest. Um, and and those, those are the funniest thing. So this is all regulated in Portugal. Um, by by a, a committee, it's all governed. It's 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 a full legal process that they go through, and so the vintage ports have to all be of the same vintage, and they all have to be bottled by June thirtieth of the third year in the barrel, very specifically hmm. June thirtieth. Isn't that ironic? Um, and then those are sellered for years and years before they're released for sale. Wow. I who knew I had no idea. I have to say, I but mean, I what's like to... up with port wine? <laughs> <laughs> like, what is it all about? 
as as a as a, a researcher myself, Randy, I, I you know I really just have this kind of like camaraderie with you and that level of dedication to uh, to your craft. Just aged another year. <laughs> now I, I do like that the show's gotten to the point where it's about forty five percent just bullying you guys. Is <laughs> the comments? Boo! <laughs> no, but so at the at the liquor store at the liquor Damn store. Damn you for knowing. Yeah. <laughs> Well, what are these guys doing drinking and telling us about pairings? Huh? <laughs> Make some armpit farts or something. Huh? What, what, are you, what are you doing? At the liquor store, uh, Randy, you're, what you just described is usually uh, bore out by the price. You'll see them on the shelf just based, like lined up in order of kind of what you just described as, you know, in, as, as, as in price goes all the way up to those like really high end, like tawny. You know, that have been aged for 20 or 30 or 40 years. But I would say this. This is a drink, Robbie, that people typically, like maybe 10 years ago, it was, this is what you paired with cigars. Like, it was one of the main pairings with cigars, Robbie. And it's kind of ironic that we're just finally getting around to, to port. Because for a while, this was like one of the main things that people would use with cigars. No, I, I totally agree. It's... It's it's weird, right? Like port seems to have a bit of a stigma to it. Or at least I see it that way. It's like it's kind of like an old person's drink. It's like who drinks who drinks sherry? Like who drinks that? I don't know. Right. I, I love when you take uh, whiskey and you put it in a sherry cask. So whoever's drinking sherry, keep drinking it, so I can keep having my sherry cask aged stuff. But uh, I've always thought of port, and maybe it's just because my aunt has always liked it. And as we said today, she's turning ninety. Um, that's cheers. It, it's more cheers. of like a, cheers. it's just like an old yeah cheers indeed uh, Aunt Dolores she's uh, she's a gem um, it is it's just kind of like an old world kind of vibe I don't know to it right it's just you don't see there's, it's not a young person's drink I guess but it really does make for a great pairing and I can see why uh, this is this might be the first maybe second third time that I've paired port with a cigar uh, we'll get into the pairing here in a minute but. I can understand why this is the type of beverage that would be <clears throat> maybe in the 90s with, was pairing with port was a big thing. I don't know. These maybe the 70s, but um, it's a very approachable as far as price point. You can find it anywhere from any from anywhere from like five dollars for a big bottle all the way up to, you know, thirty five hundred if you're so inclined. Um, but uh, for I think for the price, you can find a pretty nice bottle. This is a 20 year age bottle. Very good. And I mean, the price point wasn't, you know, off the off the radar. I mean, if you were going with the twenty dollar or twenty year aged whiskey, you're talking, you know, a few a few hundred bucks. This is this does not check in at that price point. I wonder how far off a port is from a cordial. If I say that and people are watching and they know what they're talking about, they're probably thinking, "Oh, you idiot!" I'm an idiot, you but fool. it does to me I'm taste a little bit. It reminds me of when my parents would make cordials like they would they could they would make that and it's that similar real sweet fruity mm. grape kind of flavor it seems it seems very similar i don't know randy if you have any comment on that or whatever but maybe a cordial is like a poor man's port or something i'm not sure but um similar my, my understanding about cordials is is that they use more botanicals. There, there, there's more going on than okay. just a simple grape fer fermentation. Uh, I'm not I'm not as as fluent on cordials uh, obviously as I am on port. Really, we found one. <laughs> <laughs> they give him eleven minutes exactly. They, they do taste they do taste similar though. They in, in my opinion it, it, it's a similar 
experience. Uh, and I would guess that a cordial would also be good with a cigar, maybe. I don't know. I'm sorry to totally derail, but I'm just picturing Randy. Like, you know in The Matrix when they're like, I need to learn how to fly a helicopter. And then they just, like, download <laughs> that portion. <laughs> I'm picturing Randy immediately after the show, like, going into a closet in his room, and there's just, like, a bunch of pictures that flash. <laughs> He's like, okay, cordial, perfect. I got it. <laughs> Uh, well, uh, on that note, uh, you know, Jack, you're you're uh, you've been a huge resource for us as as we've been uh, have I uh, s- sponsored by uh, Drew well. Estate this year, and so I would like to real quick pay the bills and and give a shout out to our show sponsor. A Flavor Odyssey is brought to you by our friends at Drew Estate. 2020 was a lot of things, but I think we can all agree that the thing we will remember most about this year is the release of Liga Pravada Year of the Rat. The thing I love the most about Drew Estate is the fact that they have a cigar for everyone. Also, their social media guy is stunningly handsome and didn't pay me to say this or force me to read this. We look forward to our ongoing partnership with Drew Estate, and we are so excited to see what 2021 holds from Drew Estate. Drew Estate... The, the rebirth, rebirth of cigars. Of cigars. Rebirth of cigars. Of cigars. Well, Excellent, Randy. Excellent. Rebirth. You're really nailing well, that. Considering a, it was it was the first time through, yeah, I I can't believe I didn't just start cracking up. Did I? I was going to say, how many misspellings and like weird? How, what did you have to add to that? Because I know that that was not verbatim. Just by I, my. I was going to say, you know, there were some rough patches. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, some words come in. It's like shadow some words come out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I basically j- just need kind of some direction, and I can take it from there. Uh, but also, uh, we'd like to thank Smoke In, Smoke In, who provides all of the cigars for Robbie and I uh, when when uh, you know, we're not in a state that doesn't even carry Roman craft. That's just so weird, Eric. That's odd. Um, strange. But, but, but SmokeIn.com, uh, you can find your Drew Estate cigars there. You can find all kinds of great cigars there. They are our number one choice for online retailers and if you're in the florida area go stop by any one of the seven five to seven ish 12 there's at least five we'd also like to thank our other sponsor quinn loads for uh, bringing these uh, sponsoring <laughs> we were seriously hosed cigar. <laughs> <laughs> cigars don't you love them don't you i like them <laughs> that's our next yeah, topic <laughs> It is actually. We're gonna we are gonna start talking about this cigar a little bit. Yeah. Uh, we'll get Randy. We'll get back in. I know you have a lot more to say about port. And we'll get back into it. Hopefully not too, is... too much. More. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 that's that, co- that covers that covers port. We can talk about <laughs> Randy just brings a ten thousand page binder and just like, drops it on the port. <laughs> it's like the COVID package. Is, that's nothing. Like look at this. I got port. Everything you want. I got port over here. Politics. <laughs> All right, boys. <laughs> <laughs> well, it is a Roma Craft uh, featured show. So. In- indeed. Uh, yeah, okay, fair enough. Let's not go down that road. Uh, so this uh, Neanderthal Lord Humongous, which is just a fantastic name, and I'm sure there's a great story behind it, uh, is uh, it's a Nicaraguan cigar. comes from the uh, Nicasueño factory. <clears throat> a lot of quality cigars coming out of that factory from Roma Craft. Um, Mexican San Andreas wrapper. Uh, Connecticut Broadleaf Binder. That's Those are two heavy hitters right there. When you've got your San Andreas wrapper, your Connecticut Broadleaf Binder, fillers from the DR, Nicaragua, and uh, Pennsylvania, which I would 
It doesn't say broadleaf here, but I would assume that it might be Pennsylvania broadleaf on the uh, the filler as well. This is just, uh, and Randy, you said it checks in at four, uh, three and four and three quarters inches, 56 ring gauge with a pretty, uh, it's not like a rigid box press, but it's a pretty strong press on this thing. Yeah, this is this is a square, but, I, but I'll tell you one one really interesting uh, about Lord Humongous. Uh, you know, the Neanderthal is already the strongest cigar in the Roma Craft lineup, and Lord Humongous, which by the way is a Mad Max reference. Ah, I was going to get there. You beat me. Uh-huh. Uh huh. The Pennsylvania that they use in the filler is not broadleaf. What it oh, is? Oh, it's the yeah. I know what you're talking about. Go ahead. Yeah, sorry. it's the Pennsylvania Green River One yeah. Sucker. It yeah. is a it is a special one of the strongest Lee Harrow's uh, tobaccos available in the world. And uh, a, a quote from Skip Martin, given to none other than uh, our our fine compatriots over there at Cigar Dojo, they uh, he, Skip literally said, "It's so strong, it'll make you sick." <laughs> last last year, Rocky Mountain Cigar Fest. He loves telling this. Oh yeah, this I have to tell his favorite story. story. It's so it's, funny. It's... Well, I have to tell on the show. It's a good show story. My dad, we were we're smoking with Skip, and my dad, he's like, "This is the strongest cigar there is." And my dad was like, "I don't, I don't taste strength. Uh, every cigar tastes exactly the same strength to me." And Skip's like, "Well, we'll see." And he hands my dad. We all smoke the cigar, and then like thirty minutes later, we're all smoking. I'm like, "Where's my dad?" He just went to bed. I go to bed. And I go to just bed. Just snuck out. I, he was just gone. That's something that I do almost every night. I go to bed. <laughs> you, Irish goodbye, you Irish it's, goodbye it's every amazing, night? And just whoosh. It's an amazing thing. Just, Who would have thought I would go to bed at a certain time every night? You just you just get up and uh, you Slow walk it. out. You grab your coat. No, don't say anything to anybody. The next thing you know, it's you're just gone. I don't want to say goodbye to like 300 people. Like, oh, I'm gonna go rude. to bed now. Oh man, it must be so rough being that important. <laughs> <laughs> Get oh, him! God, I I have to say goodbye to everybody. Shut oh. up, Randy. No, you know how many autographs I have to give before I go to bed every <laughs> night? Kiss babies. I know it's terrible. Oh, my goodness, <laughs> your life is so tough. Oy. But, I, I uh, actually do. I I would say that this is a excellent cigar and. Before the show started, I know we're not into the d- deciding yet, but I'll, let's just talk a little bit about this pairing. Before the show started, I was I was doing my typical bourbon that I normally do, and then we switched to port when the show started, and instantly I said to myself, "Wow, I think I I like I like this pairing. Like the sweetness does bring something to the table. The sweetness of the port does bring something to the table with the." the cigar itself and now i'm wondering like why don't i drink port more often that was my exact thought when, yeah. I, when I took the first sip was like yeah. wow, wow this might this might enter the rotation yeah we gotta get smoking jackets i mean we've talked about it for a long time but if there I ever just feel was like i would be like a like a douchey no, guy just 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 like to with, wear in the studio, in the Not studio in they're hung up on like the oh, studio wall we walk you walk hook. in you, sh- you take it off the hook you maybe we have slippers uh, too you know, there's like a shoe rack. Robbie, what are your, your thoughts? Robbie, Rob, <laughs> I want to know what Robbie thinks because he's he's a good he's a guy, uh, he's very grounded. Robbie, what's your thoughts on smoking jackets? I think they're ridiculous. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so disappointed in you, Rob. But I think there's the a time, time and a place for everything. Uh, well, you, and you may be right. I I got really excited when Jordan said slippers. So yeah. maybe I don't know, maybe yeah, you literally your, your jaw. 
like visibly yeah, drops. Mine are like I have penny loafers, but I put quarters in them instead. Oh, is that legal? But, I mean, wow. but, well but think about it though. If we take that that Flavor Odyssey logo with Randy's face and my face, right? Yeah. And you put that on some Each slippers. Slipper? Every time you look down at the slippers, oh. I'd be looking up at you like. No, this. one of That'd you, yeah, one of you is on the right slipper, and one of you is on the left slipper. Oh <laughs> yes, I would buy. I would so buy one. Just looking at my. Balls. I was going to say that could be a whole line <laughs> of, of merchandise. I like that. So, I, let's exploit our faces as much as possible. I am totally into that. And I would definitely. I think guys are, would buy a jacket. Yeah, it's happening. Smoking kimonos. That's the name of my band, say, baby. Now we're talking. <laughs> with, the, with the kimono, you have to let it like kind of drape. Right? <laughs> the chest hair has to come out. Oh, you, need, you need like Randy. We get you a challenge coin and put it on a big chain for you to have it kind of. It's got a oh, like nestle a jade, in a jade the, chain. In the chest hair. Jack, would yes. you give a peek behind the kimono? Always. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> just well, kidding. Just you, kidding. You, you aunt, if my aunt's still in. watching, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> well, if I can chime in on the smoking jacket, I think they're the coolest things in the world. I don't use a smoking jacket. I have a smoking robe and, and slippers. Um, and so I, I basically, unless I'm on this show, I'm always wearing my smoking robe and slippers. It's so, quite a sight. You guys uh, are missing out. I, I think I'm wearing we my should slippers do. right now. I have no pants on and slippers. It's the craziest thing. Randy, under, uh, underneath the robe, is there is there anything going on? He's just totally. Wait, what it d- totally. Defi- I, I think you need to clarify a little. Totally. Bit. <laughs> What's going yeah. on down there? Totally nude or what? <laughs> How often have you seen your doctor? <laughs> Me, Dojo me assless chaps. <laughs> Me undies, boxer briefs. I, I, I swear about them. They're, they're fabulous. So the uh, the the Roma Craft Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, that's yeah, right. yeah. That's, that's right. It's very very tasty cigar. Um, I don't know. I, Let's start where we just left off. We just talked about these extra Lajeros. What would you say is the strength? I'd like to hear about the strength first from you, Rob. The strength on this cigar, like on a scale of one to Berserk. Uh, we, you know, we typically use medium, medium plus, full, full it's, minor. I mean, it's 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 we're we're, we're at the two minute warning in the fourth quarter on this one. It's uh, it is definitely a uh, a strong cigar, and I feel I start to feel. Um, <clears throat> and I mean, nicotine hits everybody in a different way, right? For me, I start to feel kind of like a little bit of tingling, in in like my fingers. I get a little finger if if I'm getting a finger tingle. Finger tingle. Then. Uh, you are there's there's a good name for a cigar right there. If I'm getting a if I'm getting a finger tingle, then uh, then you've definitely got uh, some punch. If you have a finger thing. tingle for longer than forty five minutes, please call your doctor. <laughs> uh, by the way, boys, uh, I gotta go to bed. So <laughs> I gotta go. Classic. 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 Classic humor. It's funny. Um, yeah. So for me, this is definitely uh, this is definitely a full full strength cigar. Uh, definitely full flavor. It's full, pretty much everything across the board. Yeah, full across the board. It is. It's a butt kicker. I mean, you don't want to eat this on eat this. Uh, smoke this on <laughs> an empty stomach. You definitely don't want to eat you it. Definitely don't want to eat it on an empty stomach. Anyway, but uh, you don't want to. I don't want to smoke this on an empty stomach. This is an after dinner cigar with a heavy fortified wine. Is a nice pairing for it. Uh, this. I mean, we could go. Um, you know, uh, barrel strength. Uh, whiskey, you could go cask strength whiskey. You could uh, go with like I think you could even go heavily peated scotch with this. 
you can go you could go barrel aged anything with beer that you want to do anything on the highest end of uh, of flavor you can really <laughs> scale one to berserk um wonder he doesn't do so much hey, Jeez, it's yeah it's, it's your night for sure Ooh. Man, I felt that one right below the belt. Don't you love your audience? These guys, yeah. lo- they love us. I do. I do. If I had your address, I'd drive over there and beat you up. <laughs> great, show, great show, you guys. Loved it. Yeah. Awesome show. Yeah, cheers. Uh, yeah, definitely full across the board, Ben. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no. So, uh, so I I did some proper planning around this, and my lovely bride made me a rare New York strip with roasted vegetables uh, and a and a beautiful local Napa Cabernet Sauvignon for dinner. So I came in uh, ready for Humble this bread. cigar. It was um, uh, 130 degrees in a sous vide, a minute on each side on cast iron. Yeah. Cut the stream. Um, Cut the, the stream. By the way, happy birthday to your wife. Oh, thank you so much, Eric. Yeah, I appreciate yeah. it that uh, it was my wife's Sucker. birthday. This that's, <laughs> that's what I do. I, you know, I'm I'm just there for the I'm just there for the ac- accolades. You got some brown on your nose. To you to be able to, to pay for all that hairspray and put your kids <laughs> through school. So uh, we, we all had a win this week. Uh, <laughs> The, the, um, the, so so I, I agree with Rob. This this is full flavored. It's full bodied. It, it's it's very rich. It's it's got all those characteristics that we've talked about week after week going through San Andreas. It definitely has um, some espresso. I feel like this one's more chocolatey than uh-huh. some of the others that we that we've smoked. The, the, I don't want to scare people off. You know, you, as Rob pointed out, he was intimidated to even try this cigar because he doesn't necessarily subscribe to the real, real uh, you know, high nicotine, heavy strength uh, um, uh, angle on cigars. This is uh, now again, you should eat a, a proper dinner because this is built to be strong. But it is not overpowering. I don't have tingling. I'm, I'm not worried about finishing it. My face isn't flush. Uh, it's but 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 you taste it. It's tactile. Um, you know, it's it's gritty and kind of ugly on the outside. It's super veiny and uh, it's got some uh, some nice grit to it. Um, I think this is a, a great cigar. It's got that uh, barnyard a- aromatic going to it. What's going on over there? You, you said um, veiny. <laughs> you said, you said, I, I didn't say anything. I, I just want to let you guys know, I've been keeping mental notes of the nine times I could have derailed, So I, but I didn't. I just instantly looked so over at kudos, Jack, and I was like, is he making a face? Kudos, I'm going to switch cameras to Jack. Kudos to me. Keep going. Keep going, Indeed. Randy. Keep uh, going. So... So, so yeah, it, it, it has those characteristics. It's definitely uh, got, got that nice, uh, sweet chocolate. It's not – so as much as we've talked about how, how full and, and intense the, the flavor is, it's not sticky sweet. It's not something that uh, I, I think a lot of beers would go well with this. I think a lot of beverages, you know, you pointed out several spirits that you, that you could imagine going with this, Rob. I think this actually is um, – is pretty diverse in, in that, you know, I, I don't smoke this and immediately think, Oh, I'm going to need an Imperial stout. Um, and so I, I, I think, uh, I, I think this cigar does a pretty good job of being, you know, playing in that real heavy full, uh, realm without being overpoweringly. So, um, for, for me, my, my port, as much as we talk about this being a sweet dessert wine, which it very much is, and it's, it very has, it very much has a, a full body and, and uh, and re- residual sweetness that really lingers on the palate. It's mine, at least, isn't real heavy body. It has uh, it has a very like kind of easy drinkability to it, and so it's also not overpowering the cigar. I think um, uh, I'm I'm impressed at how uh, close we are on intensity. That they're both 
very full uh, flavored without being um, so much that they're they're kind of battling for, for that number one spot on, on your palate. I think they're both uh, kind of engaging very well on my palate. And so uh, so I'm going to go ahead and pull back the, the curtain, and uh, I'm giving this pairing uh, an emphatic thumbs up. Mm, awesome. Yeah, for me, the... The intensity is definitely there. Um, the the port that I'm drinking is, I think it's a bit on the fruitier side as far as the palate is concerned. Uh, they say uh, dried apricots here, so I do get a little bit of a citrus note that kind of throws it off for me. So I'm actually going to go thumbs down on this particular port. I like the idea, uh, and I think there are... Um, like the, the port that you're drinking, Randy, and, and maybe what they're drinking back in Colorado would fit better. I think this port is fantastic. This one would probably go better with <clears throat> with maybe a Habano, something with more of a natural wrapper to it. Um, um, maybe even a Cameroon. Uh, like I know we've done the, the Cameroon and, and some uh, fruitier type of beverages that might uh, pair a little bit better. But the intensity was spot on. It's just the flavor hook was missing for me. So I can see why uh, it would work, <clears throat> and I can see why port is a, would be a really good pairing. For me, I just want to go with something just a little bit more uh, with a, with an earthier profile on the flavor for me. This one is just it's sweet, and um, and there's just a bit more citrus in there than I was anticipating. And maybe it's just the cigars bringing that out. But um, yeah, definitely very tasty. I to me, I'm thinking. I'm not a big mezcal drinker, but I feel like mezcal might be a nice pairing with this. And that's a, a beverage that we've avoided because I don't really like tequila. And uh, Randy, you don't like uh, that smoky flavor profile. So we've just kind of avoided it. We got to tackle uh, maybe that at we'll, some point. <clears throat> yeah, maybe we'll have to do that at some point. Um, but um, it's it's just uh, my wife and I have done some mezcal cocktails over the last couple of weeks. So it's on my mind. But I think that might be a nice pairing here. Uh, but really any kind of almost any brown liquor would be good with this it's a it's a versatile cigar in the sense uh, i agree with like everything you were saying there randy it's it's full flavor full strength but it's not as overpowering on, on the palate as you, you might think i think it, you can it's a bit more versatile as far as the pairing is concerned what do you guys think back in uh in lovely colorado well jack i'll throw it to you what do you what are, you, what are well, your thoughts when, robbie when i was going i was gonna say you guys except for jack but go ahead mm. <laughs> no <laughs> Robbie, when you were going over your list, when you were going over your list, I actually, I think going into smoking the cigar, I would think the same thing. I would think like barrel proof, like high octane. And actually, when I saw the wine, I, I, I to be honest, didn't do fully research. I saw the wine, and I was like, ah, I'm not a wine guy. But I think that like the sweetness, and it's kind of got that like it coats my whole mouth. And then I smoke the cigar, and it kind of pierces through. I think this is a super awesome, perfect pairing for me. I, I think that if I went with like a, a bourbon barrel stout, which would be my natural reaction, I might not like it as much. It might have been too much. So the sweetness kind of lingers, and then the spice and the hardiness of the cigar is awesome. And then the fact that it's like 20%, and this is a kick-ass, like, strong cigar, I, I'm feeling all right. I would I would say I agree 100% with Jack. I, I, I think that I, I'm not sure which how you guys – pick this pairing but this just goes to show that the flavor odyssey hosts are good at picking pairings this this is a great pairing like the fact that i was drinking bourbon uh before the show and and i started with bourbon with the cigar and then the instant i switched to the port i i was like wow like it's bringing it's it's the combination of the two is better than the either 
either of the parts. Yeah, if I was just drinking port by itself, I don't know. I don't know if I would like just the port by itself. It's maybe it's too sweet. And so, like, I agree with Jack. Like, I think that you guys actually picked a fantastic pairing here. I would go thumbs up enthusiastically. And in fact, I feel like now I want to try port with some other cigars that I that I typically maybe drink bourbon with. Jordan, what are your thoughts on this pairing? Uh, I think it's the the wine is way too sweet. Um, yeah, naturally, Jordan just like what kind of like what Randy was what Randy was Jordan saying. Jordan just hates stuff. <laughs> the the cigar is is obviously full body. I'm not smoking the Lord Humongous, but it's full body cigar. The wine, even though it's 20, percent it's not full bodied at all. It's just yeah. it just ha- has 20 percent alcohol. It's all sweetness, no body. I would need. I need something with a little more earth to it, maybe like a Zin or something. Um, uh, That's actually what I was going to say. Would be a, a Zin would be a nice pairing, yeah. right? Yeah, it's, it's well. So, so go ahead. Jordan. No, I didn't I, mean to cut you off. I was, no, I was no, just going about no, to Randy. make up whatever the next Randy, word no. came out of my mouth was. Robbie, I don't know no, what it was. Robbie, you go ahead. <laughs> Eric. Uh, so, well, well, I was gonna, I was going to say. So, so again, I, I read up a, a bunch on the different brands. The Fonseca is known to have uh, some cinnamon and almond characteristics to it. So mine is a little bit more. It's known for having toffee, chocolate, and and nuts as kind of more, more the makeup than uh, like what what you were saying, where you're getting that jammy and fruity characteristic from from yours, Rob. Obviously, yeah. I, I I'm not as familiar with the one that the guys grabbed in Colorado, mm-hmm. but but uh, there, there is some some range within port. Some that are more fr- fruit forward. Some that have a little bit more of that oak influence uh, from the aging. I think uh, the the one I grabbed probably has a little bit more of that oaky char and 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 caramel and, and toffee notes, um, which which make it a better pairing. Thought I'd say. Yeah, I I dig it, and I'm glad that you guys enjoyed it as well. I, it's just I think the the particular one that I picked is going to go better with something with a natural wrapper, just given the flavor profile. Um, Randy did uh, as per usual show off. Did a little more research than I did. I was. Uh, just kind of struck by the fact that I, I know this brand and uh, it was a nice looking bottle and it wasn't super expensive and it was 20 years. So I thought, and it had good reviews. So I thought it'd be great. Uh, and it, it does reference a lot of the same kind of profiles that you're talking about honey, nuts, spices, vanilla. That all sounds great. But there's this dried apricot and that's just kind of throwing me off. It's just a yeah. little bit too, um, it's just a little bit too fruity. It's not over, don't, don't get me wrong. It doesn't taste super fruity, but with the, the earthiness of the cigar brings out that fruit character in there and it just, just throws it off just enough for me to say that I probably wouldn't really revisit this. But uh, the good news is I have a ton of this port and a ton of cigars, so I'm going to keep uh, <laughs> plowing my way through and see. I guess compare with some some stronger Connecticut's um, and anything I think through. I don't know if I'd, I'd go with another Maduro with this particular one, but um, it was, it's it's a very interesting flavor profile, and it's something that I'm glad that we did because obviously you guys all enjoyed your pairings. And to get Eric to like anything that's not whiskey is kind of amazing. I know, right? <laughs> right. I mean, come on. I, actually, I, I, I would say I, I think I might I, be a port guy now. Yeah, I think I, might... I agree with Jack in that this this is something that we want to revisit with some other smoking jackets. I, I could see slippers. this with the ear of the rat would be a good. I was thinking. Well, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm going to go outside of Drew Staple. When you said like a stronger Connecticut, like a Rose of Sharon, that would be. Oh yeah, that would be yeah. phenomenal. Yeah, that would be nice. That would uh, that would definitely pair really well, I think. Thank you. Um, 
Yeah, let's. Uh, so, what's going on on Friday? We have a show on Friday, probably not. That's Christmas. So, uh, you remember there's this there's this little baby about two thousand years ago. <laughs> Friday is Christmas, so there will be no show. But the week after that uh, is New Year's Day, and we will be doing a show. Jackie will be on that show. I'm here. Terrence Riley and uh, William Cigar Coop Cooper will be on that show. We're going to be doing a year in review show, and maybe not focusing a ton on cigars, but just a year in review on everything. Entertainment, Yeah, I, I music, really want to hear sports. what has bothered William Cooper yes. in the year 2020. Right. That's kind of why I, I, I actually will try to not to talk too much and just kind of let Coop we'll just... just let Coop rant go about the worst, you know, uh, Flintstones reruns that he saw yeah. I don't know if you guys caught that, but during, uh, during Kiss My Ash Radio, Coop watches the Flintstones every single day. <laughs> on TV. Okay, like, not on even on like we, Netflix or something. He's, yeah, he's like, he's like, it's great. He's like, it's great. My local channel has it every day. And we're like, you know, like, you know, the Internet that you're on all day. You know that they just have the Flintstones just in perpetuity. There's always there's always the Flintstones. You don't have to like, you don't have to like, you don't have to, like seek it out. So that's January 1st, boys. What do you guys got next Wednesday? That's our first wild card episode. Last yes, wild card. our last our last show for the season. <laughs> our first will, one will ever. Be a wild card. And so uh, we're going to do what we're going to challenge everybody else out there to do. We are going to all smoke our favorite pairing oh. from season two. Uh, again, we, we were really trying to find the perfect pairing, regardless of libation, regardless of wrapper. Uh, what went together the best for you and for now, your Now, Ran Randy, could we, can we s switch up our, our cigar and drink, or does it have to be one of the pairings from the show? Like, could it be a cigar and a drink? from the season and mix it together or does it have to be a set pairing that we already did well the idea was a set pairing that we did but okay. i like all right that. no no I, that's actually, i don't care i'm whatever you think well yeah let, let, let's, let's see you guys let's not fight about our, this all right let's it's, let's, it's, let's it's almost it. christmas let's 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 screw you randy <laughs> put the put the gun down for the podcast <laughs> listeners randy has <laughs> the cold 45 train very, of the computer upset <laughs> No, no, no. Yeah, the idea was was what what did we do best? Whether it was a Zin in Sumatra, okay, whether okay, it okay. was the Chardonnay in Connecticut. Gotcha. Um, and it, it can be. Any, I'll tell you what. It can be any cigar, though. It doesn't have to be the same cigar. It just has to be the same wrapper and the same libation. Gotcha. All right. I was that just I was just trying to clarify for our audience. Well, because I'm excited about. it. I want to go back and, and and see because you know we talked about it all year long that uh, or all season long that. Uh, you know, we were really surprised by some that went together so much better than than we thought on paper. And so we will be going through that as Jack and I didn't exactly check the calendar when we decided he was going that Drew Estate would provide the uh, the uh, the four ashtrays for December. There's actually five Wednesdays. That's fine. In we December. have a million of them. And, and so <laughs> I hope you don't have Tupperware, brother. <laughs> I have to make a, a target stop. So did you just uh, did you just clear us for one more pewter ashtray? You, you cleared. You it's are good. The warehouse is closed, so it's going to be you know checks in the mail. But 2021, you'll have one in your door at some point. Should you win? Yeah, before the next Olympics, you will have a pewter <laughs> ashtray if you are a winner. Before the uh, next Olympics. Well, well, done. I was I was already preparing to not have the ashtray. So so a huge winner next week then because you'll be because we will be giving. Well, maybe we'll get a couple winners because we'll have an ashtray. Oh, I'll juice it up. Drew Estate will sponsor three prizes, and I will uh, make them all 
juicy and delicious. Whoa, Randy, you don't Whoa. have to. You don't have to honor that, Randy, as far did, as the Tupperware side. Did, did, you, did you guys just hear that? We just got. It's a good thing we have the this year guy on end. The show. We'll call it the year end bonanza danza Tony Danza. The year well, end the, the rat. Did the year end the rat. Watch <laughs> this next week. Bring your pairings because we will be using. Uh, you have to post what pairing that you chose. That was your favorite from season two to qualify for any of these prizes. Post it on we the Dojo Verse. Say that again, Eric. You'll post it on the Dojo Verse. Don't interrupt, Randy, please. Randy, there, go ahead. There, Robbie, Robbie, no, please, no, please, I, before I Randy, go ahead. I, I would love to get Dojo Verse involved. You've got to post a picture of your favorite pairing from season two on Dojo Verse. After the show next week, when we're uh, doing our, our final episode for the season, we'll also obviously be going over and explaining to you the uh, details for season three as we will roll directly into that. Hashtag we're favorite mis- pairing. Look, do we just create a contest or do we just create a contest? <laughs> Hashtag favorite pairing. Uh, Randy's getting really upset. He's not going to say it out loud. He's going to notes. This is, all right, let's, let's back it up. What, what just happened? We uh, we're gonna do a post after this. Explain all the all the rules and the stipulations because it's too big of a prize just to be willy nilly like we usually oh, are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so fair. we will be posting on Dojo Verse with hashtag favorite pairing for incredible year uh, end of the year prizes. <laughs> and since Jack's here, can we go ahead and announce that uh, about the. The, the big news between Flavor Odyssey and Drew Estate? Has that not been previously announced? I don't know. That has not. Sure. Well, yeah, get, what knock is your this s- news? I don't know. About <laughs> <it>. <laughs> Do you tell me? What is it? So, what just happened? <laughs> not, only, not only is Drew Estate going to support with a huge prize pack next week for the show, really excited to announce that Drew Estate has decided to stay on as the Flavor Odyssey primary sponsor for all of season three. God, so I hope you that can happens. Expect- <laughs> no, that's true. Yeah, yeah. Confirmed. Yep. Wait, for sure. Really? Hashtag the boss is back. Post hashtag the boss is back. Revenge with your favorite, of the boss. With your favorite picture of my tramp stamp, and I'll come to your house and give you a kiss whoa. on the lips. Whoa, 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 whoa. Flavor Odyssey does And there's going to be a true estate flavor anyway. Odyssey cigar. <laughs> yeah. Right? And, and, and you Jack get a car. Getting, Jack will be getting another tramp stamp. <laughs> another tramp stamp. Live on air. I, I'd like the, to personally the, the wish first everybody out there okay. a very, very Merry Christmas. Yes. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. We'll be posting all week to give you a little bit more information about what we just uh, stumbled all over each other <laughs> trying to do there. And uh, we Something is happening next week. <laughs> Absolutely, Randy. Thank you for trying to, uh, to herd these cats. Uh, into, uh, it's 20%, into you guys. It really is 20%, the wine. It's, it's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can't attest. Let's, let's go, uh, Jordan, can we cut his mic, please? Thank yes. you. Yes. Uh, I'm also petitioning for this. <laughs> Indeed. Uh, seriously, thank you, everybody, for tuning in. It's been uh, a great year. This isn't. We're not really signing off for the year. We'll be back next Wednesday. But I want to thank everybody for their support this year. Uh, thanks to Drew Estate for somehow supporting us again for another year. I don't know how we managed to pull that off. But uh, especially, it was before this episode. That's how we did it. <laughs> it was. <laughs> Yeah, hey now. Um, everybody, have a Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, whatever it is you celebrate. I hope that you uh, can enjoy it with some friends and family. And uh, we'll be back next week. Odyssey will continue. Everybody have a great week. Stay safe, stay healthy, be kind to each other, enjoy your holiday. We'll see you next Wednesday as the Odyssey continues. Cheers.
Thank you.